Welcome back to a cool podcast where we creatively optimize our longevity. I am your host, Tiana E, and today we have special guest, Mia Kodak. Hey, everybody. Everybody give a little warm round of applause wherever you're at for Mia. Um, so do you want to um, introduce yourself, Mia? Yeah, that's good. Um, so I'm Mia Kodak. I am originally from Kansas City, Kansas. I reside in LA right now. Um, I just started doing music like three years ago. And my music is just literally my life. I'm not ashamed to talk about anything. I talk about everything from heartbreak to fuck niggas to I still <laughs> love these niggas, <laughs> you know, just life. Um, so yeah, that's me. That's who I am. Okay. So how was it like growing? I've never been to Kansas. How was it growing up there? I love Kansas City. Um, I be hearing people all the time that are from my city. And I think this is anybody from any city. They're just always like, oh, I can't wait to get out of this city. It's full of haters. You know, that's everybody that's from whatever city. I feel like most of the time that's what they say. But I have never said that. I literally love everything about Kansas City. If they had a strong entertainment industry, I would have stayed there. Um, but yeah. I chose to move to L.A. because not even for music. I moved to L.A. five years ago for acting. And so um, Kansas City growing up, it's lit. It's dangerous, but lit. <laughs> um, I grew up in the suburbs, but I was like close to the hood still. So, you know, I still have family, friends and stuff in the hood. So I was kind of in the best of both worlds situation, able to navigate both worlds, I guess I could say. So mm -hmm. it was cool. Good food. I miss Gates Barbecue and um, City Fish, Go Chicken Go. It's like my first stop when I come home. So, See, I was about to ask when you got any food recommendations for me when I go out there, but you just named three for me. Yeah. And Lucy's. Um, I mean, I could keep going. So many. <laughs> So that's cool. So you grew up in the suburbs. That's cool. I grew up in the, I grew up in the suburbs too. I'm from New Jersey. So I grew up in a small town called Pensacola. So in your song, Take Your Money, you talk about um you said uh I go um what? from the about suburbs. The suburb. Yeah, suburb baby, but I'll be with yeah. the suburb baby, I'll be with the hood shit. That's my favorite line because I feel like I feel like like that's my experience. I grew up in the suburbs and like I grew up with my parents in my life, but like I don't know the type of boys I pick. It's always like good boys had me and stuff I ain't supposed to be in. Right. And I'm like, I didn't grow up this way. It just like happened. Like I grew up outside the. I grew up outside the hood, but yeah, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, damn, like this is my. I love this. So many girls could relate to that. I was like, that's hella dope. Like <laughs> I'm not the only one. Just I'm from the suburbs, yeah, but I'm definitely with all the hood shit. <laughs> So tell us about you, Mia. How'd you get your name and like how'd you get started in music? 
How'd you get um, the Kodak part of your name? Yeah, so my real name is Mia. Um, Kodak, literally people just gave it to me like probably in middle school. Um, I used to love taking pictures. Like I probably was the original selfie queen. Um, like during like the MySpace days, like before, you know, social media was even like popping, popping. So I always carry a camera. It was always a Kodak camera. I got a new camera every year. My parents got me one for Christmas every year because I was into like taking pictures, photography. And so I would walk around. I would be at school, wherever, the movies. And I'm always taking pictures of everybody, like aware of myself. And so people just started calling me Kodak. And it just <laughs> went from there. Stuck with you. That's yep. cool. So you got a passion for photography then? Yeah, that's my, I majored in broadcast media and photography. Okay. That's nice. So like, what do you, you be like shooting in LA sometimes or like it just, like do you I have not, anything in particular you like to shoot? Not anymore. I honestly feel like college just sucked the fun out of it for me because mm -hmm. like the professors would, I don't know. I just, I am very, I'm a go against the grain type of person. So I don't like it when people tell me, like, how are you going to judge me based off of my eye and what I'm seeing? Like, right. you can't, like, dock me no points because you wouldn't take that picture. That's the point of art. Like, so I don't understand how you can really get, like, graded on how you shoot a subject because it's just all, it's about perspective. Like, everybody's going to be different. Like, that's why it's called art. So I just really hated photography in college. It was super shitty to me. But... Mm -hmm. I do like um, nature, so I, I guess if I was to shoot, I would be shooting like nature. Okay, that's nice. I like I like nature. I feel like LA has like a lot to see, so that's why I thought I asked. Like, I, miss, I lived in LA for a little bit. When I left college, I moved to LA. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. I'm like, <laughs> I just graduated. I can't find a job. Like, what can I do? And I moved to LA like on a, on a whim. Like I was dating somebody in LA, but I was like, I'm gonna just move. And I feel like. It helped me, like, it opened my eye of, like, what I what am I passionate about, things that I want to do. Because I felt like I was stuck in this bubble. And I mm -hmm. feel like college, you get those expectations, but it's not always, you know, something that you want to do. So that's cool. Right. So tell us about this music. How long you been doing it? So say, like, you've been starting, was this your second year? This will be, it'll be three years. I literally wrote my first song in june of 2018. um wow so um i never really like to like the real story of how i got started in music i kind of like always sum it up just because it just involves a couple of people that are in the industry and i don't ever want to like throw anybody under the bus but like mm -hmm. basically you know, like, I'm the type of person, like, if you're in a car with me, I sing every song. Like, I know every song. Like, I study music. I love music. Like, not even intentionally. I just love music. Like, I listen to music from back in, like, the 70s still. Like, I literally study music. So, you could turn to any station, and I'm probably going to know the song word for word because I love music that much, all genres. So, I'm that person that everybody, you know, they hear me sing, and they're like, oh, you should get in the studio. And I would be like, oh... Well, if I got in the studio, it'd be for rapping and they wouldn't, they'd be like, yeah, okay. You know, typical mm -hmm. response that you would get. And so I had two people that are um, in the industry, very well known. And like, they were kind of like, oh, like, yeah, I'm about to get you in the studio. Like, I didn't know I could write. I went to school for broad broadcast journalism. So I'm a journalist. I know how to write, but I didn't know I could write music. And so they just basically hyped me up. 
and typical nigga shit, just kind of like, oh, if you was fucking with me, I would get you this and that, you know. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, fuck them. I'm just do my own shit. So I just literally found a beat and just wrote my, um, just wrote how I was feeling. And I named the song Casualties. It was my first song. And it was kind of like a play on words, like casualties, but also like casual ties, like the way I could like spell it. I'm actually releasing that song in August. So it's really crazy um, that I wrote it like three years ago, but that's really kind of how I kind of got started. I just was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it myself. Found a studio, um, did a little research, had my mama help me. And I just, I wrote my first, I wrote the first song that I wrote all summer, released that in July. It got a good reaction. So I put together an EP in like three weeks, wrote everything, recorded everything. I just learned everything from scratch. I had no idea what I was doing. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, but that's good. Like sometimes, you know, like, I mean, when you starting out anything, you know, whether it's the music industry, uh, career, you are like, you want help when you don't a business, you want help. You don't might not always know, but I feel like when you do it yourself, you're in your own lane, you're at your own pace. You ain't got nobody telling you what to do, when to do. So, like, I think that's dope that you figured it out in three weeks. Like, that was quick to put out um, a mixtape. Yeah, I like just telling you, Trigger, but I don't be needing them. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they extra. Exactly. Extra. They're plus. They're, they're plus. <laughs> what, what can they bring to the table for you? Exactly. <laughs> so, you just dropped your album on May 4th. It's called Guarded. Make sure y'all go stream that. So it's available on most platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. Tell us about that. Uh, Guarded is my baby. Like it is <laughs> super personal. Um, like that album honestly was written probably like most of those songs on there were written like two years ago. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm just now releasing them. And that's why it's 17 songs. Um, it was kind of like a purge on songs, but Guarded is, a lot of my ex relationship that I had before I moved to LA. So it's personal. Um, like I said, I'm an open book, so you know, I talk about me having two abortions and just like, it's not something I'm proud of, but it's something I had to deal with. You know, I had a couple of bitches that like my ex was messing with and they were like trying to throw it in my face. And I'm like, how you gonna throw something in my face that like, I'm not ashamed of? Like, like right. I talk about this stuff. This is real stuff that people go through. Yes, I had two abortions and I made that choice because that's just, it was just a choice I had to make for myself. So like, why are you worried about it? Um, so, you know, like I'm, I just put it out there for everybody to be judged. I don't really care. Like, this is my life. People really were receptive of it. They like love how open and honest I am. And I just love that my fan base allows me like not to feel judged or like, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't know. It just. It's very personal, but I'm open to talk about things like that because there were so many women that hit me up and they went through similar situations. And so it just makes me feel good that like my music is kind of helping somebody like get through something or like just they can relate to it and know that they're not the only person that has went through something like that. Right. Wow. So you that's just that takes a lot of strength. But women need that. Sometimes we don't all you know, sometimes People drop music and you can't always relate to it. So it's it's good to have, you know, artists like you where you put out music that women can relate to because 
Women go through the most. I feel like women go through the most shit out of everybody. Like, I'm not saying men don't go through things because they do, but women go through a lot. Like we are strong. So, yeah. Do you have? Would you say you have a favorite um, project? I mean, a favorite song from the project? Yes, hands down. My favorite song is <laughs> All Facts. I think that will forever be like a favorite song of mine. Um, it was actually supposed to go on my original EP. But I wanted to save it. Um, that one is actually not about my ex. It's about another ex from here in LA. And so, um, yeah, that's a very, I love that song. I love all my songs, but like, I, All Facts is one of my favorites for sure. Personal. Nice. You have like, I mean, the album, it was it was amazing. I, I keep listening to it every day. I would say Thank for you. me, my favorite is, um, Take his money. Like, I don't know that. You know why? Because it's crazy. Like, it's a little bit ghetto. But I used to be joking around and be like, when I die, play hit him up at my funeral. That's my <laughs> favorite I'll like, be like, that's uh, like now I'll be like, all right, I can't, I can't play that. Like my family gonna judge me. But I used to be like that. That's like my favorite this song in history. Like everybody had their own, but hit him up was my favorite. So when I heard that, I was like, yo, she put like a crazy spin on this, like. Like, take his money. Like, that's my song for the summer. Like, I'm rocking with it. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> I wrote that song. I was just like, literally, the beat name was Take His Money. So the hook came just so easy. I just heard it was like, Take His Money. But I had somebody in my mind. I'm like, niggas be having me fucked up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's, the best, that's how the best music come out. Because you just start writing stuff. Like, right when they piss you off, boom. All right. I got this song about that. <laughs> I'm right down with my pen, boom, get in the studio and record it. I will say um, that is like all men, like that is their least favorite song, of course. It'd be crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd be like, don't hate. <laughs> right. They're like, they, they want to keep their money. They're like, look, we're right. Cheap to it. But hey, that's, that's what it is. It Take is Right. He ain't giving up no money. You shouldn't be giving giving your give no time. Exactly. Giving nothing. Like, Cause what can you do for me that I can't do for myself? Make it make some sense. Right. <laughs> um, you have a song on there. Um, it's called Sad and Free. Um, do you want to talk about that? Because that I know that touches on the basis of police brutality and something that we are experiencing very heavy right now in the world, especially, you know, killing our black black women, black men, black kids, but especially our black men. Yes. Um, I love Sad and Free. I mean, I literally love all my songs, obviously, but um, it just really kind of shows like another side of me, like just really showcasing like how versatile I can be. Um, you know, it's more than just about using your platform or your voice to talk about, you know, you know, like taking this money and, you know, shit like that. Like sometimes you just got to get real serious. And so I actually added a third verse after the George Floyd killing. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I just felt like a lot of companies and a lot of people were like issuing out these apologies and everybody was like Black Lives Matter. And I love to see it, but I just felt like a lot of it was just like a, like it was like a cool thing to do to like support Black Lives Matter. And so, you know, I, I feel like as Black people, sometimes we can ease up off of things. We like, okay, I see all these companies Target, Walmart, you know, whatever, Black Lives Matter. Okay, yeah, the fight is done. No, fuck that. Like, 
keep our foot on the necks. Like, fuck right. these apologies. This shit is happening every fucking day. This could be me. This could be you. You can't even drive your car down the street and fuck around and not put on a turn signal. You end up losing your life. And it's like, you know, I have conversations with my friends that are not black. And it's like, I can't expect them to understand something that they have not went through personally. Right. And they don't know anybody that has went through it personally. So it hasn't really touched home for them. So I have to explain to them, you know, I'll give like, I have a, I work in corporate America and I have a manager and we just actually had a really interesting conversation. And he was just like, oh, you know, my kids had, he's got like three kids and he was at church and someone called them white privilege. And he was like, now I'm having to teach my kids what white privilege is. And he was like really upset about that. And he was just like, you know, they don't know anything about that. I treat them that everyone's equal and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, okay, let's stop and, and back up a little bit. So right. you're upset that you got to introduce white privilege to your kids. Well, just imagine having to sit down with your kids and have to talk about what they do when the police, when they get pulled over or right. hell, just walking into a store, just living while black. Like, so we would love to just explain to our kids, you know, what white privilege is. Like, this is, yo, I'm not trying to like downplay it, but it's like when you look at the big scheme of things, like it's not in comparison to what we have to do with our kids and what my parents did with me. So I just feel like sad and free, yeah, like we can't really let up. Like people have gotten killed since George Floyd. And I, you know, I'd be like burning the shit down. I'm like that person. Like I don't like the ignorant looting, mm-hmm. but my only issue with it is I feel like if y'all, if people are going to go out here and loot and burn shit down, no, don't burn it down in your community because they're not shopping there. You are. If right. y'all really want to make a statement, like, take your ass out to, like, the suburbs. I was, like, I was in Lenex, and I'm, like, come the fuck out here and burn down their schools and burn down their <laughs> targets and make them have to come to your fucking hood to shop. Like, right. if you really want to make a statement, that's how I feel. But, you know, um, <laughs> that's off topic. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, the looting was crazy. I remember, like, when, I think it was, like, in the beginning of COVID, probably around May, like, well, yeah, when George Floyd happened. And back home, they was looting in Philly, and like people were stealing like Apple, like computers and Everybody. shit, like, all types of stuff. And I'm like, y'all, y'all doing the wrong things. Like they gonna track that. Like if you're gonna loot, be smart about it. Don't just right. people getting all these bags. Like, are you looting because you upset, or are you looting because you want to see free yeah. shit? Because everybody bust all the windows out of all the stores. Right. But right. yeah, I, I feel that. That's that's. I mean. I love the song. I feel like that song was very powerful. It touches bases, and it's just like you know, you had a you had a line there. It was like you know, if they didn't have that badge, then what? Like you want to be, you want to be all big and bad. If you ain't had that gun on your hip, you know. And it's like, when will it stop? Will it ever stop? Like, like you said, like it's easy to explain, you know, in in different cultures. And I'm not saying that other cultures don't experience, you know. Police right. brutality, but it's not censored and talked about like our culture, you know, like this stuff is important because it keeps happening. Y'all keep saying that y'all have all these changes and and y'all working on efforts to stop, but where? Because every right. week you turn around, it's a new case. Right. Senseless it just makes me sad because it's just like at any moment that could be me, it could be my brother, it could be my daddy, my uncles, cousins, and so when will it stop? It's just like, we tired. Like, they don't understand. Like, I feel like the, the COVID happening and everybody having to be home for quarantine is 
the reason why George Floyd got so much attention. Because now y'all at home and y'all having to watch it because we ain't got shit else to do. But it's like, they're like, oh my God, we like, we've been trying to tell y'all that this is happening to us on camera. Right. Like, why in the hell would you ever kneel on somebody's neck for nine minutes? Right. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, but this has been happening. And like, it's been on camera. So it's just really, it's a fucked up world we live in. And we live in, um, yeah, but I just, my black brothers and sisters, brown brothers, make it home alive. Do everything you right. can and just make it home alive, like for real. Yeah, we definitely got to stay prayed up because you just, like you say, you never know. Like mm -hmm. tomorrow isn't promised in these days. Um, but yeah, so tell us about like I know I briefly seen like you was having some issues with TikTok too regarding take his money because people were streaming and shit, but it wasn't like me. It didn't say like me a Kodak. It was just like take yes. his money. so basically what happened is I leased the beat take his money and I released it from Van Boy. Um, he's the producer. So usually I try to get exclusive rights if it is feasible. So like his exclusive rights were like $2,500. And I was just like, I'm not about to pay that for like one song. Um, I would have went back and paid it after I seen Take His Money Taken Off. I would have went back and just went like, yo, let me get that. But T.I. and Tokyo Jets had already purchased the exclusive rights. So because it's T.I., of course, it's gonna show up as contained sound from his song. And so TikTok was just really dragging their feet. It's nothing that they did. It was mm -hmm. TikTok dragging their feet and not wanting to give me credit. Like, so first they told me it'll take one to two weeks. Then two weeks pass and I'm like, yo, what's up? They like three to four weeks. Four weeks pass, I'm like, yo, what is up? Like, you know, that's something right. you gotta get on right then and there. Like trends are so fast and then it's over. It's like people shouldn't be having to fight this hard to find my song. I started trending on Shazam because everybody was Shazamming my song because they didn't know who the hell it was. Like they literally were going to the Tokyo Jets and they like, well, this is a different verse and this don't sound the same. And people were like, oh my God, I finally found your song. And I'm like, so they finally, like after six weeks, six or seven weeks, finally changed it um, to where it shows up as me. And I now have like some personal contacts at TikTok, so this will never happen. Hopefully, again, I can get it fixed pretty quickly. But um, that was a mess, and it was really frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Damn, like that's messed up." TikTok be on some stuff sometimes. I mean, that's good though. I'm glad that they got it all sorted out for you. Yeah, I had. It, I think I heard the um, song a while back, like the Tokyo Jazz thing, and I was like, oh, "This sound, this don't sound not like it." Like, thing <laughs> it, but. Um, that's good that they got that, you know, all sorted out. Yeah. Um, you have another couple, few songs on there that I was listening to. You have Wobble. I like that. That must catch you. Wobble, wobble, <laughs> wobble, wobble. <laughs> and then uh, you got Let's Get a Bag. Yes. So Wobble, Wobble is like, Let's Get a Bag is one of my favorites too. But Wobble, Wobble, I think, because I released Let's Get a Bag um, as a single, actually, back in 2019 or 2020, either, mm -hmm. like, the early 2020 or late 2019. And so Wobble, Wobble, that's, like, my song of the summer right now. Like, I am, I'm wobbling this ass all over LA, <laughs> Loki. <laughs> that sounds so silly to say, but I am, like, I am, like, turned up to that song every time I hear it. And, um... I just be like amazing myself. I be just talking shit. And so 
I just really love when I say like <laughs> I buy my own shit, so I suck dick when I feel like it. <laughs> I don't know why they just cracked my hair and I gotta run that back at the end of the second verse because I'm just really I really truly feel like that. Like don't need to fuck. I buy my own shit, Loki though. Yeah. As you said, yeah. I mean you gotta take care of yourself yourself first, you know. Facts. <laughs> Can't That's let no cool. niggas tell me what to do. They be trying to they be trying to control me so um, let's get a bag. That song is just so fun, and it's just so. I want it to be like empowering for women. Like, mm-hmm. let's link up, all bad bitches, and a bad bitch don't have nothing to do with how you look. It's just about how you carry yourself. Like, so all bad bitches just link up and have a good time. Let's get to this bag. Can't be worrying about these men. We ain't crying over no man. We ain't stressing about no man. We keeping him and his feelings in his bags, and we. On to the next that we got to. Yeah. So. That's how, I mean, that's how it is, though. Like, you know, we got to show them that women's people think that women is not as capable. Like, they just rely on men for their money. But mm-hmm. nah, that's why that's why women set themselves to so not all women, but that's why most women we set ourselves to a, such a high standard because it's like the stuff that y'all could do, we could do for ourselves, you know? Right. Anything right. you do for me is extra. Right. It's mandatory, it's but it's extra. Like, right. It's mandatory, though. <laughs> but it's definitely extra. Yeah, let's get a bag. It's fun. Um, I am, like, I'm definitely, I'm a lover and a fighter, but, like, I, I definitely will, I will throw some hands, and it, I really talk about that a lot in my, uh, in Let's Get a Bag. Yeah, I like that. that <laughs> I think that's my second. I think that's my second favorite one. Next favorite money. Yeah, let's get back. That was like super catchy. So, have you done like any like performances in person? Like, have you had like a favorite performance so far? So I've done a few performances. Um, I had one at Playhouse Nightclub in LA. I walked in. I wasn't supposed oh, nice. to perform it. I didn't know I was performing, but. I did a performance. I did Let's Get a Bag there, actually. Um, I think, like, Tory Lanez was there. It was it was really nice. That was a dope little turnout. Um, I performed in L.A. at the Schweinbeck um, Mixer. Mm-hmm. I had a really good turnout, like, gained some new fans. Um, and then I did a show in Atlanta. Um, I'm actually playing. I've got some more shows. I just did a show in Kansas City as well on the 14th of May. So... That was a good turnout, um, and it was good to be back in my hometown. Like, um, and then I have some shows that I'm. So we're going to Nigeria this summer to promote oh, wow. blessings, and I have another song called Imagine that's going out on the guy that's on Blessings, SML Spencer. It's going out on his album, so we're going to promote those two songs and shoot two videos there, and that'll be in like July, I think July or August. Um, so hopefully I have like some performances that we can kind of set up there as well. And then when I come back, I'm really kind of going, I'm doing something in London and then I've got um, the Atlanta market. I've been having so many people hit me up in Atlanta, like wanting me to perform. So go show Atlanta love again. <laughs> that should be fun. It's always good to go international. It's like when you start getting fans international, like the love be crazy. Cause I feel like, I know we get we get a lot of love in in America, but like I feel like international fans be different. Like they it's be, so they different. It's it's different. I feel like when I be watching, they don't it, care. Stuff, go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, you can go. I was gonna say like when they watching. I mean, when I be watching their shows and stuff, like I be like like they be on like their energy just be different. Like 
I don't know. It's just a different whole vibe. I was going to say, I don't really feel like they care so much about like your status. Like they don't care like right. that you are an independent artist. They don't care like if you ain't just like the biggest artist in the world. Like they just love to support what they like. And so I'm going up right now in London um, and like all over like Africa, like South Africa, um, hopefully soon Nigeria a lot. I've got a lot of Nigerians like listening to Blessing um, because of Spencer, it's on Spencer. So yeah, it's a different type of love over there. It is. Nice. So you have another song too. Um, it's called uh, Niggas With Money. So that's yeah. something you're gonna be dropping soon. I seen a little brief little snippet on your page. <laughs> When I tell y'all, by the time I drop that song, I'm gonna be in and play that motherfucker out. Like that is my <laughs> shit. Like I, <laughs> that song, I literally was like, oh okay. I got in the studio and was like, so I must just like try something. Like I don't really know how it's gonna turn out. Like I just kind of wanna do like a real fun ass record, but like on some serious shit. Um, and they was just like, me, this is your fucking record. So I wanted it on my album. But it just wasn't ready in time. So um, I'm planning on dropping that one this month. I'm, uh, I can't shoot the video for it until August, though. But that's OK. I'm going to drop it this month. I don't have a set date yet. I'm trying to get the artwork perfect. So see what yeah, I want yeah. for the artwork. Um, and it'll go on my album. I'm dropping another. It may be an album. It might be an EP. Haven't really decided yet. But it, it's coming out in August. I have so much music. I got to. Like purge some of this stuff out. So, I've been sitting on stuff. Um, so yeah, nigga with money is here and there. Yeah. yeah, that's like my new favorite song right now. <laughs> Under all facts. <laughs> so, like, how have you been balancing? Like, cause you say you work in corporate America. How have you been balancing like your music career and you know having a corporate job at the same time? Girl, I'm not. <laughs> I feel like. Um, Love key, like the last couple months, I have been like slacking in my like job job. But I have a type, I the career that I have, um, I work as a pharmaceutical sales rep in gastroenterology. And so it's okay. a very flexible job. Like I'm able to kind of make my own schedule, do my own thing, which allows me time to work on my music and stuff more. Um there are days and nights where I don't get any sleep. Like, cause I'm at the studio. I'll do like a 12 hour session at the studio from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. And then I come home, shower, and then go right back out to work. And it's like, Jane, I don't have no voice right now. And it's not cause I've been partying. It's actually, cause I actually have been pretty chill this weekend. Like trying to rest my vocal cords. It's because mm -hmm. I have not been getting any rest. I've been traveling too much and up too late. And my voice is like trash right now. It's gone. So I've been really, um, it's just from lack of rest. So I've just been really trying to take it easy and rest a little bit so that mm -hmm. I could finish this album. Um, yeah, working, I just basically had like, I really had like three full-time jobs. My job is paying my bills, music, and social media, because that's a job in itself too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's um, I make a lot of lists. I write everything down. I'm very, very organized. Uh, my manager would say that I plan things to the death of me is how she put it. And that explains me to a T. And I've always mm -hmm. been that way. Like I have my whole entire life planned out, like literally. Like I got a five year plan, a 10 year plan, a one month plan, like you name it. I have written it and speaking it into existence. So 
<laughs> that's good though, especially because like when you juggle your schedule like that, you have to stay organized because you know, like the minor details, it's easy to forget something when you're so busy. Very. But I mean, yeah, like you say, you need that rest. Like at least if it's like a day out of the week, you sometimes need that rest because your body will let you know. If you don't rest, your body will let you know. Like, hey, I'm overworked. Like, it definitely will. I take weeks off. I do not be caring. Anytime I feel like my <laughs> mental is going, I'll be like, fuck everything. I'm just taking some time to me. I'm going to sit at home in the bed. I'm going to watch TV. I don't even watch that much TV, I feel like, because I don't be having no time. But I will take some weeks off if I need to. That's good. I'm all about, like, health and, and mental health and just getting rest. So y'all hear that? It's Mental Health Awareness Month still. Take care of your mental health. Put yourself first always. Like always. get a bag. Get your bag. But hey, if you if you mentally drink, take the time to yourself because you need it. Like mm -hmm. that's just what it is. Um, do you have like any artists that you would consider collaborating with in the future or not yet? Yeah, there's so many. Um I am just when I tell you like I'm so versatile, like I there's not a genre that I don't do. And so a lot of people really don't believe that so they hear it. Like, so I have like pop vibes. And like before I was, I was telling people like, yo, like I'm about to do this pop song. They be like, no, stick to rapping. And then I do it. They like, this is where you need to be doing. I'm like, see, <laughs> like, you know, just trust me and listen to me. So like, I definitely, definitely, definitely want to work with Drake. Like, I'm a huge Drake fan. Um, I am manifesting that. It will happen. I'm it's just waiting for him to call me and be like, oh, let me hop on this remix and talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, Drake, where you at? Um, I love the female movement that's going around. So, like, women right now are really topping the charts. They are just taking over. And I love to see it because it's not just, like, one to two women. It's, like, a lot of different women. Um, I love Cardi. I love Megan. I love Mulatto. I love um, – her name is No Name. I don't know if you've heard of No Name. Mm-mm. She's, she's, like, real weird. I might like, know, like, a song. I can't think of when I top my head, but she's just really lyrical. Like, okay, you should go check her out. She's real lyrical. Um, I think she actually started. I don't even know if she has a lot of songs. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can find one of her songs. I don't know she got a lot, but I know that she was really big on like Twitter. Um, and she would be making like, I guess, what do you call those? Like, not blogs, but now what's like the WordPress stuff? Like, I think she would be on there. Like making, I don't know what you call those. Oh, kind of like a brain oh. fart. Um, I know what she's talking about. I don't know the name of. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that's kind of how she got her name. Um, I like Flo Millie. I like Doja Cat. There's a lot of controversy going around about her, but one thing that I will yeah. say that I love about Doja is that she is a she's an artist to me. She's an entertainer. She like lyric wise. Um, I feel like she. She can literally switch it up and be so versatile in how she delivers things. So, like her cadence. Um, right. So I do. I love that she's just an all-around artist and entertainer. Like that's super dope. Um, so fabulous. I know he really ain't making a lot of music, but I he's one of my favorite rappers. I want to collab with him on something. I need to be on one of his 
summertime shootout mixtapes or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fab is so dope. Many. Fab's he been is. dope for a long time. I feel like he I feel like now and right now he'd be more like low-key and laid back, but people be don't sleep on flat. Don't Fab. sleep on him. <laughs> I ain't missing nothing that he dropped. Like <laughs> I love me some Fab. Um, and of course, like Nikki, like I just I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Nicki Minaj has been relevant in this industry for over 10 years, and that is hard to do. She was a yeah. rap rapper and she went crossover. She went into pop. She's she like she's really dope. So I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You can't take that away from her. Give her her right. flowers while she's here. Cause right. it's and hard I to feel say like she support she support women too. Like I know like yeah. I just seen something about Coyle Rain. Like, I guess, like, I don't know, she performed at some type of show and it was, like, quiet in the audience and, like, she got kind of discouraged. And I can see how, like, you know, stuff like that would make you discouraged. And Nikki, like, nah, you good. Like, fuck that. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, stuff like that. Like, Nikki is really for the women, for the people. Like, people do be sleeping on Nikki, but Nikki, 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 another one, she'll go take some weeks off, take some months off and pop up and people go crazy. Okay. Uh, you got to. Got a little miss you. I also just feel like, too, that I really wish the expectation of, like, women having, like, being forced to support one another would, like, go the fuck away. Because I don't see this much energy with men. Like, I just right. don't be understanding, like, why women are, like, why we're being forced to have to like somebody. Like, like let people just do them. Like, support, right. but you ain't got to be, like, I don't know. I just be feeling like... Me, I'm just too real for this shit. If I don't like your music, I just don't like your music. Like, it's not, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, you might not like my music. It's not right. going to be for everybody. Like, find right. your lane and quit worrying about who likes you and who supports you because just focus on who is supporting you. Like, so I just wish, I kind of wish that whole narrative would go away. I love seeing the support, but I right. also feel like it can generate, like, fake love and fake support. And it's just so unnecessary. We don't do men like that, so... Women right. are always being forced to, oh, we want to see. Maybe they just don't like each other. Maybe she just don't like yeah. her music. And that's okay. Like, yeah. it's okay. I, I feel like we have to, like, redefine support, too. Like, I feel like people know what support is, but, like, I don't know. I needed to, We needed to go back to where it was because... People definition of support is like shove something down your throat. Like you gotta be going hard. Like people can support you from a distance. People can be watching mm -hmm. you, not like people can be listening to your music every day, right? Not like your page, not follow you, none of that. And you don't know that, they that be me. I'll be like, yo, I don't even know a lot of people be listening. I'm like, damn, okay. Like they'll <laughs> hit me up like though. I kind of like whispering support, like they'll whisper in my inbox like how much they love me. And I I don't never take it personal. Like that's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't really care. I just I love that you just supporting it or whatever. Like just like thank you. You know. Right. Yeah, there's different ways to support. You're right. Definitely like need to redefine what like support because people just don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, I feel like once, like you said, once you get that narrative down and and people like focus on focus on the right things and worry about their own lane and. You know what I'm saying? Not worry about everybody's opinion and trying to shove stuff down, force people, force stuff down people's throat will be okay. But I think it's just a woman thing. Like, I feel like people be worried about what the next woman doing and in competition. It's like, you stay in your lane. I'm going to be in mine. You support me. You rock with me. You do. If you don't, you don't. But right. I, feel 
I feel like where you are right now, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, like you said, this is like going into your third year. You're doing um, an amazing job. Like, you already got your EP yeah, yeah. up. You got your album going. You're talking about another album already. You just dropped this one. You're talking about another <laughs> album coming out. Like, yeah, I, I, if nobody else tell you, I'm going to give you your flowers and say keep going because I appreciate doing, it. Doing thing. <laughs> Talk about, um, you have a website miakodak.com right you have some yeah. merchandise on there you can go um watch your videos stream your music um how has that been for you you feel like it's easier to have everything all connected to one it is um so i do i'm doing everything by myself like tim has kind of been in the picture um, but we just kind of have established like mm -hmm. i was like oh, i'm like her ass actually she low-key would be a dope manager. Like, she, like you know, we was just kind of talking about that. But she really just kind of coming into the picture. And I'm just now kind of, I have control issues. Like, I like to be in control of everything. Mm -hmm. um, I've worked very hard at building my image. Mm -hmm. And I will not ever let anybody fuck up my image and my brand and what I am building. So to give anybody any trust or any say-so over my brand is, like, a big deal for me. So... I've really been doing everything by myself, like everything down to the videos to damn near photo shoots, like just everything. You name it, I've done it by myself. I've invested over $10,000 into video equipment to shoot my own music videos. Um, wow. And I have like no desire to do that kind of stuff. So like even with the Take His Money video, I tried to hire somebody to do the video and then like they didn't show up. I was like, what the hell? Like, so I just was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but the website, I originally did it myself, and then I just had somebody revamp it for me. So I like the way it looks. Um, everything, it's like a one-stop shop. You can get my music, my videos, you can subscribe, and so that way I'll send you updates um on new merch drops, new any concerts coming up, um, just anything that has to do with me, you'll get you'll be like the first to know. Um, the merch is doing really well, better than I thought, honestly. Um, really well. A little overwhelming because I'm having to mail all that shit out myself. I know Tam probably gonna help. <laughs> I should probably just let her do that because she she wants to do it. So, um, I got some new merch that'll be dropping soon. So it's good. I like it. It's right. A lot to manage, but I'm managing. You're doing it though. It sounds like you're doing it. It sounds like a lot, but it sounds like. You're juggling, you're doing it, and that's that's great. Like, you know, you have um you have anything else like you want to discuss for the viewers, like um any words? Just basically like I know I just dropped an album guarded. I hate to just like bombard everybody with so much music. Like people are not complaining, but mm -hmm. I do have another album that's coming in August. So be on the lookout for that as well. And keep streaming Guarded. Um, it's a really beautiful piece of work. Poured my heart into it. And um, I'm loving all the love and the feedback. Follow me on Instagram, at Mia Kodak. I try to get back to DMs. Um, no weird shit, though. Like, I don't... <laughs> some of it is funny, but, like, people are... There's some really interesting people out here yeah i literally had to file a police report with somebody um oh wow yeah because i was like being stopped and i was like what the fuck like dude came from like new york all the way to la i was like okay mm -hmm.
and just like the things he was sending me. But um, I do try to like engage as much as possible um, with like my fans and just, you know, have an open dialogue. I'm really easy to talk to. Um, yeah, subscribe on my website as well, meandkodak.com. And yeah, that's about it. All right. Y'all heard it from Mia Kodak. Make sure you go stream Guarded now. Go do it. I don't care where you go stream it. Go Spotify, Apple, wherever. Go stream it. Run it up. You're going to enjoy it. She has amazing music. Like she said, she has some new album, a new album or EP coming. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you subscribe to MiaKodak.com. Um, before we close out, Mia, I want to do what we like to do on... Um, a cool podcast is we like to do a quote of the week. So the quote of the week is, remember, if you're not speaking it, you're storing it. And that's a lot uh, to carry. Um, I don't know who that's from, but it stood out to me because it's true. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you hold it in, it become heavy if you don't get it out. If you're a creative artist, put your work out there. Have faith in yourself and just do the damn thing. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. Like I said, keep going. Um, and I look forward to hearing much more music from you in the future. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This has been a really fun interview. <laughs> Some people be boring, so this is fun. Like I told you, we, we like to yeah. keep it real simple, keep a conversation. Shit, I'm like the long lost cousin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we, keep, we keep it real G here. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. like all that real uniform stuff. Like I right. like, this like is very conversation. Yes. Wherever you feel, share it. Love <laughs> thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you for having I hope me. You enjoy your Memorial Day. Um, much love. You as well. Bye, you guys. Bye.